and welcome back to the Learn to Code podcast. Today's episode is going to be about my quest for becoming a full stack web developer. I am still working on it, uh, not too hard lately because um, I've been distracted with learning audio production and video production. Um, but I want to talk about uh, what is the meaning of um, the whole web development rabbit hole, let's say. Well, uh, it turns out that when I started learning web development for real was past uh, November 2019 before the coronavirus crisis. Um, and I all I wanted to do was to learn how to introduce data into a database from a website. So uh, my background is database administration. So I do manage databases as the, as the name implies, yet um, the front end side of things, I, I was uh, reluctant to get into that because databases is a very fascinating thing for me. So I spent most of my time learning about that and working with several databases um, learning just how to work and the differences between databases is a rabbit hole on itself. So um, I managed to get a new job back in 2019, November 2019. Um, I already addressed that job in previous episodes. Uh, but the thing to remember is that I I was supposed I was going to work. Uh, and be added into a web project. So I do have knowledge of databases, but backend web development was a new world for me. So I figured, you know what? Uh, there should It should be uh, a course already about this. So I'm going to find this course or courses and just study that. I did manage to get the job. Uh, and I started learning about uh, Python, Python 3, and web development with Python 3. So basically, I was able to connect to databases, make my queries on Python using something called ORM, which stands for uh, Object Relational Mapping, I believe. Uh, that is basically a framework to allow me to work with databases and Python so I can actually uh, make queries to the database and retrieve objects that contain the data from the query. So uh, what I'm saying is that my work was basically interact with the data inside the database and deliver that data or whatever queries the front-end developer wanted me to deliver to actually give it, uh, give the data to him. And from there on, the front-end developer will actually do something else with the data, whatever. So uh, I decided to, after I failed to do that job, basically, uh, I decided that I was not going to let it slide. Uh, so instead of looking for another job, what I did was to dedicate my time uh, into developing the skills necessary to allow me to create a web project by my own. 
At the time, I grossly um, underestimated the amount of work and time that I was going to invest, not just working on a full stack web developer role, uh, but the amount of time, especially the time that I was going to invest into learning web development. So I started with Pluralsight. Uh, I got banned there because I was basically opening a lot of videos at the same time. Uh, and um, I tried my luck on Udemy and I'm pretty happy with Udemy and I'm staying there for, for the time being. Uh, you, I bought a course called Become a Full Stat Web Developer with Amazon Web Services, which is basically a course that uh, just by the title, I could figure out that, you know what, that's basically my actual job because we do work in Amazon Web Services. Well, I used to work there for the project. So um, I watched the entire thing. You need to purchase, uh, to buy individual courses at Udemy. Um, by the end of the course, I was pretty disappointed, not just at the course, but at the platform as a whole, because um, the title promises a lot. Uh, and I did a little rant on Twitter and somebody at Udemy reached out to me and asked me to uh, give it another shot. Uh, and asked for a full refund on the course that I already watched, uh, but it didn't deliver. So I did just that. So I really liked that. So I decided to give Udemy a second chance. And I'm glad I did because now I am a, an avid user of Udemy. I subscribed myself to several courses there. The first one was uh, uh, Full Stat Web Developer Bootcamp by Angela Yu. It is still published, uh, published there. I highly recommend it. And I started uh, reviewing the basics of HTML and CSS. I was uh, familiar with those, but uh, I never made a, a, a full project on my own. Um, so I review CSS and HTML. And I started learning JavaScript for uh, for real now. I do know a little. I did know a little bit of JavaScript before that, because everybody must know some JavaScript for whatever reason. Uh, but the thing is that I never work on JavaScript more than two minutes uh, at a time. So learning actual JavaScript was a very interesting move from my part. And. Uh, that's where the hard part started to come out because JavaScript is not really, uh, it's not Java-like really. Well, you do use classes and objects, uh, but instead of like in Java, no JavaScript in Java, you must define your classes, you must define your objects and everything is a class. Uh, here, uh, JavaScript is very um, easy going you can actually use variables without declaring them. So they get declared automatically, automatically. So, and, and a lot of more features. So I decided to continue learning that. And I do remember that uh, I managed to convince my, my current wife 
into learning uh, full stack web development. And she actually finished the course alongside me. We spent uh, around a month and a half learning that, that single course. And, and every single day we were working a lot of uh, hours on that. Uh, by the end of the course, we were feeling pretty confident uh, that we can actually build database applications on the web right now. Uh, but we were far from that. Uh, the, the bootcamp, uh, was really good. I do really recommend it, but as I was building my first, uh, serious project after the course, after the bootcamp, I began, um, stumble upon details or may I say, uh, big features that I didn't learn how to do during the bootcamp. Uh, for example. Although Angela Yu addresses how to connect to a MongoDB database, uh, it really never, we never get to actually connect to a SQL database, not a MongoDB database, an, an actual SQL database. Uh, there is a chapter dedicated to making queries, inserts, updates, and so forth but never a single video dedicated to how to actually connect to the database using SQL. So I found out that information in another course that I that I bought afterwards. Uh, so I found out quickly that the bootcamp uh, gives you incomplete information. So don't actually believe that you can even build a simple thing um, that you can actually sell with just a single bootcamp, it came very clear, very quickly that I needed to become proficient on Node.js because that's where all the backend logic is being programmed and, and even the views. So it, it came clear to me that I need to dedicate more time into learning the individual tools, not just uh, browsing them in an overview, um, uh, just like an overview way of seeing things. So basically I was just hoping to become a full stack web developer after watching this single course, video course. And I didn't achieve that, but now I know what to ask and what to look for. So I'm not really lost and I did gain a lot of knowledge during the bootcamp anyway. So I decided to buy several courses, uh, one on Node.js, one on Material UI, another one on React. And I am currently just uh, about to finish the, the Node.js course by Maximilian Swartius, something like that. And it's a very big uh, um, and very, uh, it's a very heavy course. It's not for, it's not for noobs, especially in the, from, from the midsection, from the, from half the course forward, the level of difficulty gets higher and higher. I am currently working my way into a chapter named async request, something like that. I still don't know what those are. I just watched a, a, a one minute video about it. 
I am still not understanding really what async requests really are. But I guess by the, by the end of the chapter, I'm going to know, I guess. Uh, and that's where I am at currently. I am learning Node.js and Udemy. Uh, I stopped trying to build websites because uh, I realized that I stumbled upon my own limitations during the building of the websites. So uh, I took a step back and say, okay, let's calm down. Uh, I am very frustrated because I'm not progressing on my uh, pet projects, on my side projects. I do know that I lack a skill and ability and I'm facing challenges that I didn't expect. So the bootcamp was very broad. I learned a lot of different technologies and the exercises were simple enough that I never came to realize that I was um, learning a non-complete version of the reality. So, uh, for example, when I was uh, building a personal blog on Angela Yu's course, I managed to say um, text into MongoDB, a title for the blog post and the actual content of the blog post. So both of these uh, values were um, alphanumeric uh, variables, basically. And I just pushed those variables into a MongoDB object and save that object into the database and call it a day. Uh, but then it quickly came to my attention. Okay, what happens if I want to create an actual blog post uh, with fonts, with, uh, with font modifications, like for example, uh, bold, italics, underscore, something like that. So I dwelled into the world of um, what you see is what you get text editors for Node.js. And I stumbled upon something called editor JS, which uh, is still taking me a, a hard time to implement. Uh, but the thing is that Angela, you never teached me how to actually create um, a blog post editor or how to implement one. So the blog posts were basically a single um, text input for the blog title and a text area input for the actual content of the blog post. So no pictures, no links, um, no, um, no formatting of any kind, just uh, saving a couple of text the alphanumeric variables into MongoDB and call it a day. And that was pretty much it. Uh, another uh, deficiency in my own learning process was the fact that uh, I wasn't able to connect to SQL databases. Uh, they were mentioned during the Angela U Bootcamp, but uh, never actually used on Node.js. So there is not even a single video dedicated to how to connect a SQL database into, uh, into a Node.js web project. My wife um, abandoned the course after finishing the Angela Yu Bootcamp, but uh, I continued on and I got more courses. Uh, 
she just watches me uh, spend my time watching these courses endlessly. And from time to time, she asks me, hey, can you do a Facebook now? And I just respond, no, I cannot. Um, and I know what she means. Uh, she means that if I can actually build something right now or uh, do I need to learn something in order to build a product, a, a product that I can actually sell to somebody. Uh, so I'm not there yet. I am still working on it. Uh, perhaps producing this podcast and YouTube videos is a distraction, but a useful, a useful one in the sense that if I create content dedicated to programming, more likely than not, I'm going to be explaining programming to somebody else. And that will actually help me understand my own deficiencies in programming itself. So that's basically the plan. I enjoy this hobby of podcasting. I want to include more people. And with the arrival of the new hardware, I'm not going to have um, an excuse anymore to not interview people around here in my locality, uh, here on my, on my own town, and or interview people remotely via telephone or uh, via uh, Discord maybe. I don't know what people use today to or Zoom maybe even. So, and now I can stream. I'm back to streaming. I am streaming on YouTube, by the way. Uh, I've been having a lot of problems with the sharing the links to the right stream. Um, because if you change anything on your stream settings, YouTube is going to generate a new uh, stream key that you need to get. And it happened to me that I was, uh, quote, streaming end quote for around five hours uh, and after the five hours pass I realized that nobody watched me because uh, the the link that I shared the string key was not uh, the right one so and and I lost another stream due to the fact that even if uh, OBS is already streaming and working directly into YouTube you need to, to actually start the stream in YouTube by pressing the initiate the stream button in the web page. So I didn't know that, so I lost another couple of hours of streaming there. Um, I'm getting wise up. I wise, I wising up from my mistakes. And it's not a serious uh, problem because this is a hobby, actually. Uh, streaming, recording the podcast, and now YouTubing. This is a, this is a, a hobby, uh, a really entertaining and useful one because I'm learning a lot of stuff, <laughs> obviously. Um, I guess I can actually look for a job on the audio industry now uh, because of, uh, I am developing skills that I didn't expect to develop, but here we are. And programming is my real passion right now. Uh, I discovered that, um, well, I remember that during my time on my past job, I, I developed this liking to write books, write ebooks, because they are basically static websites compiled into this 
proprietary Amazon ebook format. And I even managed to compile a book using uh, HTML code and XML code. And that's another uh, rabbit hole on itself, coding ebooks for Amazon. And I say coding ebooks because that's what you are doing. Actually, you are not writing an ebook, you are coding an ebook. Uh, and why is this? Because in order to write your ebooks, ebooks are basically HTML websites with CSS, very simple ones, but that, but in the end, they are basically websites, static websites. And you know, some HTML and some CSS, you are already halfway through the way to learn how to actually make your own books for Amazon. Uh, I'm going to be streaming that uh, rabbit hole in the future, maybe today, maybe later. I'm not so sure right now. Uh, I am actually waiting for or if, to have in my mixer that I already bought. And maybe in a week later, I'm going to be streaming. I'm going to be streaming directly into the mixer. Um, I am thinking about reading books and publish those audios uh, via podcasting or maybe YouTube or both at the same time. Why not? There is a lot of things that I can do to create content with the new gear I'm going to receive. And sadly, I'm going to say goodbye to my faithful companion here, the Rode NT-USB. Um, I don't, I don't know in dollars how much money I, I ask him for it. Let me see. So I am asking for it $133. So it's not much money considering that it's, it's already used and I want to sell it uh, uh, relatively quickly. And with that money, I can actually buy uh, a new condenser microphone with an XLR port. And that's basically the plan. Um, getting this, um, well, basically getting a new microphone. And I want to get two microphones, two of the same microphone in order to do interviews. I want to include my wife into, a, uh, into another uh, podcast in Spanish because she doesn't speak Spanish f uh, fluently. Uh, I don't, uh, I don't think so. I don't, I don't speak, uh, as you can hear, English is not my first language, but I do take the effort to learn the language anyway. And I've been working here as a janitor and as a watchman. And uh, there are times that the work is intense, but I see that I do have a lot of free time here in the job. Uh, when I am not attending the door or cleaning the uh, or cleaning the place up or or, or clean the the bathroom, uh, I can actually sit down and record my podcast. And with the new mixer, that is going to be even easier because I'm going to be able to record in the place. So uh, the mixer actually works. Uh, both with AC and AA batteries. So I can use batteries or my external uh, smartphone battery to power the, the mixer. 
So basically I can just take the mixer with me and record here. Uh, I wonder if that's going to be practical because the mixer seems to be quite big. But who knows, maybe, maybe it's going to become a thing in the future. Uh, well, this is, uh, has been interesting. I talk about uh, the rabbit hole of web development and where I am at at the moment. Uh, who knows, maybe I'm going to record another episode that I'm going to be releasing later. Not today, but later. Thank you for coming in and goodbye.